don't eat those sweets because you might turn into a mouse and then it might be a little hard to listen to this podcast about the witches. You're listening to From Cover to Real, the podcast where we talk about books and their movie counterparts. This podcast is brought to you by Three Wings Design, the blog where you can find the most delicious recipes and the funnest crafts. I'm your host, Alicia Marodi, and today I'm joined by my sister, Madeline, and we're talking about The Witches by Roald Dahl and the 1990 movie of the same title. Hey, Madeline. Hi. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me onto the podcast. You're welcome. Um, Actually, Mom volunteered you to the podcast in the last episode. She was like, I think Maddie's going to do the witches with you, right? And I was like, I guess so. (laughs) Why would she say that? We never talked about it. I don't know. You were going to do Coraline, but then I couldn't get it together to record on time. So then you couldn't. And she she did it. But she was like, oh, she likes those creepy things. And I was like, sure. Well, she's not wrong. <laughs> I like those creepy things. So thanks. Thanks for doing it. Um, let's just a little bit of background about the book. Do you say book or book? Um, I'm pretty sure everyone says book. <laughs> Not everyone. Who says book? Name one person who pronounces it book. I don't I don't want to out anyone as a book pronouncer, okay? <laughs> I just know they exist. I've heard them. Okay. The Witches was written by Roald Dahl. And it was 1983. Published- um, why are you selling my thunder? <laughs> no, yeah. Published in 1983 and then was made into a movie in 1990 starring Angelica Houston and Rowan Atkinson, who is Mr. Mr. Bean. Bean. Yeah, Mr. Bean. <laughs> are you going to try to finish all my sentences? <laughs> just, just wondering. I thought that's what you do on the podcast. Yeah, it's the it's not actually called From Cover to Real. It's called Finish My Sentence. <laughs> you know who else Rowan Atkinson is? Um, he was in Rat Race. He was the narcoleptic. And Mr. he's Bean. Scrappy-Doo. In the oh. Scooby-Doo movie. Yes. He's not the voice of Scrappy-Doo regularly. No, he's, he's the live action Scrappy-Doo. He's the like robotic man that's, um, spoiler alert, if you <laughs> haven't seen the first Scooby-Doo movie live action, he's the robotic man that Scrappy-Doo, Scrappy-Doo controls. <laughs> controls. That movie's so weird, but I like um, it. Um, I, I always thought it was the second movie because it has... A second movie vibe, like because it's weird. It's, it's weird and not that good. 
and I remember Scooby-Doo doing pretty well, but maybe I was wrong. There is a second one, though. I know Adrian watched it today. It's with Alicia Silverstone. Grandma! So, yeah, let's, um, the plot of the witches basically is about a boy that lives with his grandma because his parents died in a terrible car accident. And, um, he says in the movie, that's how he says grandma, in case you haven't watched it yet. (laughs) Listeners, not you, Madeline, because I know you have. Every five seconds, he's like, grandma! Grandma! Yeah. And um, and his grandma is like a former witch hunter. In in the world of the witches, all witches are women. Yeah, all witches are women. There are no men witches, and um, they hunt children and kill them, not to eat them, just to kill them because they hate them. They hate them. They smell like dog droppings. And uh, she tells her grandson how to recognize witches. It's really hard to distinguish them from other people, like regular women. Although nowadays it'd be a lot easier because they wear gloves and no one wears gloves anymore except for the Queen of England. Uh Queen of England is a witch confirmed. <laughs> Get George out of there. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they're okay. And I'm saying that in case the Queen is listening. <laughs> the Queen listens to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Guess I'm never getting knighted. All right. Let's get into it now for reals. I didn't think, like, the movie was that different from the book, aside from the, like, very obvious difference at the end. Yeah. Like, there were some details that were different, but overall, it's pretty much the same. And I think that's going to be common with um, juvenile fiction like that, because it's so short and it's not really heavy on details as much. Mm -hmm. Although this one did have a lot of details, but... Only about the witches, really. I feel like they did a pretty good job of, like, including all the major stuff. I mean, like, in the book, the grandma had more examples of kids she knew that were taken by the witches or whatever. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, it only included one. But, like, it still got the point across, you know? Yes. Right. I think they, they included a lot of the same, like, major plot points and... They added some things, like they gave him a name, and he never had a name besides grandson mm-hmm. in the book. And they gave the grandmother a name too, right? And the grand high witch. Yeah, and they made her tall, because Angelica Houston is tall. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I mean I don't know how tall she is in real life. But she's supposed to be, like, this short little petite witch. Yeah. And then she's hideous. Yeah. Well, she's beautiful until she becomes, like, her witch self. Right. I know. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, and 
in the book, they didn't have purple eyes, did they? Yeah, the eyes thing was they have, like, multicolored eyes. They, like, change colors. Not just purple, but they change colors. So that that is in the book, but it's not just purple. But I can see why in 1990 they would make it just one color. Why? Because special effects back then weren't that great. I don't know if you, you could tell watching the movie. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. It wasn't as easy. So the actors had to wear purple contacts. I just like how the grandma's like, it's really hard to spot a witch. She wears gloves. <laughs> it's like, that's the main thing is that she wears gloves. I mean, back then... When he wrote the book? No, I don't know. In the 80s, were people still wearing gloves all the time? I don't think so. And, like, in the movie, it's not like everyone was wearing gloves either. Pretty much just the witches. If it was, like, the 1800s, no, it would be a lot harder to tell. People in the 60s and 50s were wearing gloves still a lot. But, yeah, definitely, like, if it was Little Women's time. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of hard to compare the characters, I think, because they're not um, super developed, but we can talk about it a little. Like, the boy, I felt like I felt like he was less annoying in the book <laughs> and a little more resourceful. Or yeah. I don't know how to... I mean, he, he did come up with the plans in the movie, too, but... He was also crying for his grandma. Like, I mean, just how? so many times. How did he do that, Madeline? <laughs> Grandma! <laughs> Grandma! Um, He's like, and... when, okay, that scene where she, like, lowers him down in the sock, and he goes to the witch's room, mm-hmm. and she's like, be careful, and he's like, yeah, okay. And then immediately he gets accosted by the cat, and he's like, <laughs> Grandma! <laughs> Help me, Grandma! The cat is not in the book. Instead, she has, in the book, she has frogs that are actually, I think, children. She's turned into frogs. And she says later she's going to throw them off the balcony. That's one thing is the movie, I'm not going to say it's not scary just because of, I mean, the story is the same. And it's just kind of a freaky story if you think about it as a child. And the um, the way they turn into mice and witches you know that was that was freaky it's freaky and but they they changed some things to make it more i don't know palatable i guess yeah so i was reading about it and Roald Dahl said the movie was utterly atrocious i think is yeah how he put it mostly because they changed the ending of the of the story but i was reading about that and it said jim henson's um you know, puppet studio made the mice puppets yeah. in the movie. And he said they shot two endings. The real ending and the one you see in the movie. And they showed it to all these audiences and kind of took a poll. And the one the audiences liked better was the the one in the movie. So that's why they changed it. Yeah. I mean, it's more like of an obvious happy ending. I don't think that the one in the book is unhappy. Because, I mean, both the characters are happy and content with what's happening. Right. But it's not, like, the ending that we want to see. Exactly. Or I guess people want to see. I I think, though, that if they made this movie now, 
people would vote for him staying a mouse. Yeah, I think they would too. Um, spoiler alert, in the movie he doesn't stay a mouse. Well, I mean, we can talk about the end, right? Yeah, we can. We always yeah. say spoilers all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, because in the book, he stays a mouse. And it's like, mice only live nine years or whatever. But he's like, okay with that, because his grandma's going to die soon anyways. She has pneumonia. And he doesn't want anyone else to take care of him. So he's like, okay. And then in the movie... She doesn't have pneumonia. She has diabetes. That was another thing that changed. I know, that was kind of a weird change to me. I know. And then why did they go on holiday right after she got diagnosed with diabetes? (laughs) I don't know. Like. I mean, when you have diabetes, you can still go out and live your life. Yeah, but I mean, she had like, I don't know. I just feel like it was a weird time to go. When they should, I feel like in real life, if someone just got diagnosed, they would be like trying to learn like how they're gonna have to adjust their life and not just instantly go on vacation, you know? Right. In the book, when because she had pneumonia, she's supposed to go get fresh air by the sea, which seems like another eighteen hundreds thing. Yeah. I don't know if they really prescribed that in the eighties, but I—I I mean, I wasn't alive in eighty-three, so how should I know? But especially if you have pneumonia. Go by the ocean where there's a lot of water in the air. You could breathe it in. I think that'll be good for your water-filled lungs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about being a doctor. So they also made Luke an American. And his grandma is British, I guess. She's Norwegian still. But they move to that house in England because she owns it for some reason. I didn't think that made sense. She owns one in the... Oh, no. That's where he grew up. So, in the book, he's British. And so, after his parents die, it's in their will that the grandma moves to England and takes care of him at the house that he grew up in, like their house. Right. But in the movie, he's American and she's Norwegian. And then... His parents want him to go to school in England. Yeah. That's weird. Like, why? Why not a school in America or Norway where either one of them lives? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. So that's a difference, too. And one that doesn't really make sense. Except for that, I think an American company made the movie. And they cast an American kid in the part. Yeah, he probably couldn't do a British accent or something. I mean, he could barely speak English. (laughs) I thought he was cute, though. (laughs) Like, he was annoying, but he was kind of cute. Like an adorable little kid. Right. So, his character didn't change much. But I felt he was less annoying in the book and more resourceful and positive. I mean, right away when he became a mouse in the book, he was like, this isn't so bad. I kind of like it. <laughs> oh, I like in the movie after he turns into a mouse and he goes underneath the stage. And then he sees, um, what are their names? William and Mary? Yeah. He sees them and he's like, well, catch you later. And he just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't need them anymore. He can do his <laughs> own mouse circus by himself. <laughs> just William and Mary. Oh, you can't talk? Catch you later. Bye. 
Wow, you guys are lame mice. Uh, yeah. And then, um, what's the other kid's name? Bruno. 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 Yeah, and then the whole, like, Bruno doesn't do anything. And then the whole time that they're, like, like going together, um, Luke has to keep being like, come on, Bruno, don't touch that. Come this way. Don't do that. And I'm like, just let someone step on him. <laughs> He's baggage. That's basically how it was in the book, too. Yeah. I thought Bruno was going to die. I thought he was going to get trapped in a mousetrap or something when I was listening to it, mm-hmm. to the book. Because I was like, usually naughty kids in books like this die. Don't don't make it to the end. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way of the book. But he does, except his parents in the movie are more accepting of him as a mouse than in the book. Yeah. Because at the end of the book, they're like, they probably drowned him in a bucket when they got home. Yeah. (laughs) Poor Bruno. All he did was eat and eat. It was just so annoying to me when the grandma's like taking him to the parents for the first time. And she's like, this is your son, Bruno. And then he just sits there and he doesn't say anything. He just starts eating. And I'm like. Do you even want to be with your parents? In the movie, he did start talking, but late still. Well, he was pretty much just like, Ma! And then... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then it got crazy! (laughs) Anything else you want to say about Luke or Bruno? (laughs) Um, this is the one thing, because they cut off the tip of his tail... Oh, yeah. Do you think that affected him in any way when he became human again in the movies? Like he has like a less less toes or something? <laughs> His pinky toe is gone? Yeah. Um, His tailbone is I like cut in half. I feel like they didn't really address that beyond, you're bleeding! That's basically all it was in the book, too. Yeah, and I felt like Bruno was basically the same. Yeah. Unhelpful and hungry. <laughs> the grandma. I felt- Grandma! I felt like she was um, similar, but in the movie, she seemed less hardy and stubborn. She was more fragile, I guess. When he was turned into a mouse, and then he had the plan to go into the witch's room to get the potion. In the book, she was like, you're a genius. (laughs) And in the movie, she's like, "Uh, I don't think you should do that. You know. Yeah. So... She was, I guess, more realistic. You're, like, more stereotypical grandma. And then, like, uh, at the end of the movie when he's like, I'm okay with not living that long. And she just starts crying. Right. Whereas in the book she was like, she didn't seem upset by it really. Right. It was just like, yeah, I guess so. We'll die together. I, I wanted to read this thing. Because we read that Roald Dahl, or we talked about how he thought it was utterly atrocious. Mm-hmm. I think it was Jim Henson told Penguin Books in a letter about the movie being different, the ending being different, because I'm about to transition into talking about the ending. He said, Roald's ending works wonderfully and is obviously the best. 
However, a film is quite different from a written story, and for a number of reasons, we think that the new ending might work better in the movie. We will only make the change if testing shows that the audiences prefer it. Turns out the audience preferred the ending of Luke becoming a boy again, so Henson stuck with it. So I think he like makes a good point about movies being different and for different audiences than books. Mm-hmm. Although, I think I would have preferred to see the book ending just because it is a raw doll book and that's kind of how his books are. Yeah. Like these weird... Unsettling. Unsettling, but like, at the same time, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you're okay with it, though. Yeah. It's not, like, the most happy thing, but you're like, I guess everyone's happy, so okay. Well, also, I just feel like people nowadays, like, that kind of stuff is more on trend. I mean, with shows like American Horror Story and Black Mirror and stuff, where things just, like, don't end in a conventionally happy way. Right. Like, I feel like people like that more nowadays than they used to. Mm-hmm. He was ahead of his time. Yeah. Or his books are pretty much what made us all grow up this way. We, <laughs> we grew up reading his books, and now we're just like this. This is just how we are now. Thanks, <laughs> Roald Dahl. And actually, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Roald Dahl? Roald Dahl? Yeah, don't ask me to pronounce it, because I can't. We're all doll. The thing is, like, I read their names always, and that's just how I pronounce them. And then I don't even think about how they're supposed to be pronounced until I'm doing the podcast. (laughs) And I'm like, wait. Like, when we did Coraline, halfway through the podcast, I was like, is his last name pronounced Gaiman? Because I'm not really sure. (laughs) Same thing's going to happen with Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling? 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 I don't know. Just call her J.K. J.K. (laughs) Um, yeah. Anyways. Moving on. That's next month. I didn't like the ending as much because they made this witch become good. And then that took away, I guess, all the bad features she had. Which totally changes all the mythology of the witches in that witch's universe yeah like now she doesn't need she had nice hands that was like a point they made like she didn't she looked at her hands and she was like "Ooh, i'm beautiful right like all i had to do was be good this whole time that's a not it's not like a bad thing to learn that you can better yourself by making good choices but that's not the point of the story in the book And then it kind of shifts all the focus off of Luke and his grandma. Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, a witch who's now good. And now you're like, what's her story now? You know? Yeah. Whereas before, I mean, not before, but in the end of the book, they make this plan. They figure his grandma gets the address of the Grand Hyde Witch. They're going to go there, kill all the witches there by letting cats, like, turning them all into mice and letting cats loose and then getting her address book and going. That's kind of in the movie. Yeah, it's kind of in the movie. He gets the address book. 
They just all get the, the address book already. Yeah, they don't go all to the her castle. in America. But yeah, they have this plan to go kill all the witches in the world. And I mean, you don't know if they carry it out or not because they've only got nine years. Yeah. But then, do it all. <laughs> but then, like, her becoming good kind of changes that. Like, they all have the potential to become good then, you know? Yeah. And then why are you going to kill them? Yeah. And, um. She wasn't even in the book. They just made her character up completely. Exactly. I wonder, like, what they did with her. Like, if they added her just for the different ending, or if she just, like, what happened to her with the original ending that they made? Yeah, I wonder. That's a good good question. I'm going to call Angelica Houston and ask her. <laughs> just, hey, Angelica, remember 1990? <laughs> I read an interview with, thing with her that's, it was like in 2008, and she or 2004, one of the two, and she said her friend called her and said that she's going to show her kids the witches. So she got like all dressed up as a witch and went over there and, and talked in her witch's voice, like came in the door and freaked out the kids. And she's <laughs> like, it's so fun to hear children screaming. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. She does it, those roles really well because she's also Morticia, Morticia Adams. Um, I'm surprised that like, I didn't even know that this was a movie until I was going to do this. <laughs> I'm surprised that it's not more like popular because I think it's like a good movie you know but I feel like the Grand High Witch could be like an iconic witch role definitely Mm -hmm. but I feel like she's not because I was watching it and I was like I kind of want to be her for Halloween do it like the witch her or the Angelica Houston her the Angelica Houston her (laughs) I do not want to be the witch her (laughs) oh my gosh I read that it took, like, six to eight hours for her to get into makeup every day. I don't know why, but every time she, like, had her mask, like, her face, like, as a mask, just, like, covering her face, it made me laugh. Right. It was, like, her face, then the witch face, then her real face, you mean? Yeah. Well, then also, like, when she was in her bedroom and they were taking the mask off, and then the other witches came and knocked on the door... Right. And she turned around and she still had it in her hands and she was like, who's there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he opens the trunk and it's her face yeah. hanging there. Yeah. It was funny. And she did a really good job. Yeah. Sorry. She did a really good job, especially with like the accent and being evil. Mm-hmm. Evil. Evil. Rowan Atkinson was funny. Was that part with the chamber, like that whole thing with the chambermaid in the book? What, where he like hits on her? Yeah. No, that was. I thought that scene was funny where he goes like kiss her neck and there's the hair there and he just turns away (laughs) and leaves. Yeah. He doesn't even say anything. (laughs) That was funny. We went over um, all the differences, the characters. The themes. The f- oh, yeah, because a lot of people, I don't know if it was just the movie or the book, but they said it was, like, uh, misogynistic and sexist. And it was put on the banned books list. I don't think it's sexist. You like misogyny. Not- <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's not, like, 
every woman is a witch. The point of it right. was that there are these bad people that look like regular people. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, be careful of that and know what to look out for. Exactly. And you have you can't judge everyone just by how they look. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's in the movie. But then the ending kind of changes it. I mean, it's kind it's kind of like a very literal metaphor when they're like they look like nice regular ladies or like you know the grand time which is this beautiful woman and then she takes off her mask and she's like this hideous witch you know didn't roll doll doesn't he have that quote about like you can be beautiful but if you have mean thoughts and everything then you're ugly and then you could be ugly but if you have beautiful thoughts then you're beautiful something like that a person who has good thoughts can cannot ever be ugly you can have a wonky nose and a crooked mouth and a double chin and stick out teeth but if you have good thoughts, they will shine out your face like sunbeams, and you will always look lovely. Yeah. Is that, that him? You, yeah, is that what you were thinking of? Yeah. I thought it said something, too, about... Oh, yeah. If a person has ugly thoughts, it begins to show on the face. And when that person has ugly thoughts every day, every week, every year, the face gets uglier and uglier until it gets so ugly, you can hardly bear to look at it. Yeah, that's what I thought of. Um, just like as far as theming goes. Exactly. I'm trying to figure out like where it's from. The Twits. That's what it's from. What is that? One of his books. Oh. <laughs> I see you're a big Geraldo fan. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, this is from The Witches. It doesn't matter who you are or what you look like, so long as somebody loves you. And you're saying that's the song she sang yeah, at the end? Yeah, she sang that at the end to him while he was riding in that little train. It's like before they go to bed and he's like, I'm okay with dying. Right. I, I kind of remember it. And then she's like, maybe I can find a good witch to change you back. Foreshadowing. Five seconds later, the good witch shows up. Yeah. Which, again, is like, where did that good witch idea even come from? Yeah. Because they're all evil. Like, the and point going, of a witch is that they hate children. Right. They smell like dog poop. The and cleaner going, they are, the worse they smell. Exactly. And um, a point that's made in the book is that witches aren't really women. They just look like women. Yeah. So, that's like, I feel like all the banned books get banned because they hear, like, people hear about something in it, and then, or they don't read it thoroughly, I guess, and then they're like, ah, we have to ban this book. (laughs) It's misogyny. we have to ban this book. (laughs) Grandma. (laughs) Ban the book, Grandma. Grandma! I mean, there's nothing in there that I was... Like, it's kind of scary, but... Yeah, so that's... Like, the main theme is don't judge a book by a cover. And I guess as long as someone loves you, you'll be okay. I guess if you're a horrible, disfigured demon, you can still turn into a beautiful woman at any (laughs) point in your life. 
That's in the movie. That's a theme in the movie. <laughs> that takes away from all the other themes. Um, no, because, like, in the book, when he's okay with being a mouse, partly because he knows his grandma loves him and going to watch him for the rest of his yeah. life. She accepts him, unlike Bruno's parents. Who probably drowned him. In a bucket. Or Bruno. Any any scenes? I feel like all the scenes in the book were in the movie. I can't think of a scene. I mean, they were changed a little. Yeah, the only thing I could really think of was all the other kids that she right. knew that, like, got taken or destroyed by the witches. And all they showed was Erica. Right. But, I mean, that, that, that was, like, the most memorable one. Yes. When I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this one. Okay. But one of the kids got turned into a dolphin <laughs> and played with his family. He was just like, I'm a dolphin now. <laughs> played with his family the rest of the day, and they never saw him again. Like, that was a story that I was like, Norwegians. Norwegians. They know about witches. <laughs> They're just like, oh, our son's a dolphin now. Might as well play with him. They would have been okay with the whole mouse thing. For sure. I'm trying to remember the other ones. I think one of them got turned into a statue. Yeah. Um, the dolphin, the picture. Oh, and one girl just disappeared, right? Oh, no, that was the... She, like, she was last seen one. walking away with a woman, and they never saw her again. But I think then she ended up in the picture. No, that was a different one. She She's the one that just disappeared. It was like it was in the movie, where she oh. just disappeared, and then she showed up in the picture... But I'm pretty sure that there was just one of them walked away with a woman and no one ever saw her. The picture one was freaky, though. Yeah. Especially in the movie. And she was like, Papa! When he first sees her in the picture frame. And she's like, Papa! I do not remember hearing that. Yeah. Maybe just because I had subtitles on and it was in it. Oh, weird. Like, that one really creeped me out. I mean, the whole story's creepy. Even as the movie, it's creepy. Um, yeah. But it's a lot creepier in the books. In the book. Yeah. So would you say, Madeline, do you like the book or the movie better of the witches? Not another book-movie combination. We're talking <laughs> about the witches. I don't know. It's hard to say. Because, like, I enjoyed reading the book growing up. Mm-hmm. And I like the ending in the book. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that the movie did a good job portraying it as a movie. Right. And like, I mean, the ending, I don't prefer the movie ending. But, so I guess like I would choose the book just because I like the ending better. But I don't think that the movie is bad. So you would say like up until the end... It's a close call. Yeah. But then because of the ending being changed in the movie, you pick the book. Yeah. Just because, like, I mean, I don't know. It's just too much, I think, at the end to have it's that happen. Big, it's a it's big, a really big change. change. Yeah. And it, like, alters kind of the whole focus of the movie and, like, her becoming beautiful after making this good decision kind of cancels out how the grandma was like, 
doesn't matter what you look like, someone will still love you, you know? Like, you right. can be you can be good and still be, like, you know? Exactly. Have crooked teeth and a yeah. monkey nose. You don't just, you don't have to become this beautiful woman because you're good. That's true. People. Very insightful, Madeline. I didn't even think of that until you just said it. So it's even worse than I originally thought. (laughs) I'm going to have to go with the book also because I really, I don't like the end of the movie. And that's, maybe that's why it never really took off. Mm Mm-hmm. You were wondering? If they remade it now with the original ending, I think it would be really popular. Right. And I just read today that, so in 2008, Guillermo del Toro expressed interest in making um, a film with Alfonso oh my gosh Cuaron Adrian's going to be so mad that I can't pronounce it. Not mad but just like roll his eyes. Uh, Yeah. Anyways. They're going to make a stop motion film remake of The Witches. That was announced on June 19th in 2018. Oh the Said they're going to be producers. I think um, they should make another live action with Angelica Houston and Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't we already do this? <laughs> um, I don't know when when it's supposed to come out. For it's sure. going to be stop motion? Yeah, like Coraline. That's interesting. I think, yeah. I like the book better, but the movie's still good. still enjoyable. And even though... The special effects, you might laugh at them now. They're still, they're still pretty scary when they turn into the mouse and stuff. Yeah, that, that scene was Bruno turning into the mouse. I was like, what the heck? Is this a children's movie? I know, I was like, when is this going to end? <laughs> it lasted so long. Yeah. It wasn't as um, bad when Luke turned into the mouse. Yeah. I feel like if they, ma- they did make the other ending, right? Yeah, I want to see it. They should just release it, like, re-release the movie with the original ending. I wonder if they even have it, though. Like, if they got rid of it? Yeah, it was on film, though. Yeah, this was the 90s. The 90s! I wonder if it's, like, sitting in a Warner Brothers lot, or, you know, storage place. I feel like that that would be a good thing for, like... Halloween, re-release The Witches with the original ending. Yeah, directly. I think it would do really well. Yeah. I wonder if um, Roald Dahl's estate won't let them or something. I don't know. I guess they own the rights to it, though, so they could if they wanted. I just feel like it would do really well with that ending. Okay, well, next time I'm going to be doing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So doing that with not Madeline because I don't think she's ever read it. Nope. L7 Weenie. <laughs> Anyways, I'm doing it actually with my husband Adrian, who also did Crazy Rich Asians with me. Only he has read the first Harry Potter book. And he watched the movie. It's part of our love story. So maybe we'll tell you about it next time. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Listen to find out. (laughs) And then we're doing Christmas stories in December, and that's the end of the year. And the end of the podcast. Just (laughs) kidding. It's not.
Thanks for listening to this episode of From Cover to Real. To see more of what we're up to, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and check out our page on the Three Wings Design website. Our show is available on multiple platforms for listening, including iTunes and Google Play. For a complete list of where you can listen to our show, look in our pinned post on Facebook or on our From Cover to Real page on the Three Wings Design website. Thanks. Thanks.